Alright, happy Saturday, you uh, you beautiful, wonderful citizens of Crypt Nation. It is your hosts, Bryce and Pizza Mind, coming at you live from San Diego. Pizza Mind, how the hell's it going? I think I'm dying. Okay, again? Every, every, every week you're dying of something every, new. It's true, and this week I'm not even sick, but every morning I wake up and I sneeze like 5,000 times. Like I'm single-handedly keeping Kleenex in business. I think you need to get rid of uh, the cat. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think Clyde is casting some uh, cat black magic on you. He might be. Maybe that's what I get for traveling so much. I need to stay home, be grounded, take care of my cat. It, yeah, you really do. You really do. Well, it could be uh, maybe the change in the weather. There could be that there's a lot of dust in the air. I don't know. I'm just allergic to this stagnant market right now. It's really starting to <laughs> stink up the place. And uh, I'm feeling a little ill because of it. You know, yeah. In my soul, not my body. Yeah, you my know. Soul. It's trying to leave. My soul's trying to leave my body through these sneezes and attach itself to a better one. It's I, true. And it's, I don't blame it. It's really true, man. The, the, the markets have been pretty stagnant, uh, except for a few coins. So let's just jump into it. Um, guys, if this is the first time uh, that you're tuning into the Weekly Fire, first off, welcome to Crypt Nation. We're glad that you're here. Uh, the Weekly Fire is a weekly segment where we get into some you know, heated discussions and burning debates that are in uh, the crypto world. And every week we like to start off with what we call the Weekly Weather Report. Um, and so Pizza Mind, you know, typically I started off, but why don't you give us a little high-level glimpse 30,000-foot view of what you're seeing in the crypto markets this week. Well, just to backtrack real quick, I love that we've given up trying to remember what episode this is or what the date is. So <laughs> we're learning. We're learning. Episode but 20, maybe, something like that? Close. It is 19. Oh, nice. Well, who knows? In so any case, what I am seeing is just a bunch of garbage. We have not seen many swings in volume. Bitcoin's been pretty steady at about 16, 17 billion per day. It's just kind of pitter-pattering around. Typically, we do see some kind of somewhat significant movement towards the end of the year. And by significant, I don't mean thousands of dollars, but hundreds, you know, in one way or another. So I'm still watching for a breakout, and I think it's going to go up. So I'm hoping that we get at least into the 7,800 range, maybe 8,000 by the end of the year if we're fortunate. But there's a lot of forces at work. Fortunately, most of them go on vacation around Christmas and New Year's and stop paying attention. So we'll see what uh, the OGs want to do. And I think also one thing that's kind of contributing to the stagnation in Bitcoin um, and the downward pressure is actually due to uh, a lot of buy pressure in the altcoin market right now. We're, we saw you know Tezos up really big this week. Uh, we saw a bunch of other coins, you know Cosmos. Uh, up big, um, and you know, in in our hot or not section, we'll go through the, the the biggest movers of the week. But you know, when the altcoins are pumping, um, we we tend to see stagnation in the Bitcoin market because people are opting to uh, sell Bitcoin for Tether or sell Bitcoin for altcoins. So right now, uh, I mean, we are seeing a big squeeze in your Bollinger bands, and the Bollinger bands are a technical indicator that measure volatility. So. We're seeing a squeeze, meaning there's been a lot of contraction in the markets um, and a lot of stagnation, right? Like we've, what we've been saying. So typically you have moments of expansion that follow these moments. So we're expecting lots of volatility here in the coming week. And that's kind of all 
that we're going to talk about today for the markets directly. Um, but we could go ahead and move on over to our hot or not segment. Hot or not. Yes, indeed. Uh, so this is where we look at the top 200 coins uh, by market cap. Uh, and we see which ones were the biggest movers. Uh, so this week, uh, up 50, sorry, up 42%. Uh, over the last seven days, was a coin called Energy, uh, E, and that's a NRG is the ticker. Um, and we've had Tezos, XTZ is the ticker, and that is up 38%. And we have Zen uh, from Horizon, uh, ticker Z-E-N, and that is up 24%. And the biggest losers, uh, oh man, this was a bad day. And we're going to talk about this later in the uh, Scorched Earth segment. But any of our friends who are holding Matic Network, ticker M-A-T-I-C, over this last week, I mean, talk about getting burned. Yeah. Uh, Down 52% on the week. I, I don't even know how to say ouch to that. I just want to scream and cry on their behalf. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened there um, and how to protect yourself against stuff like that ever happening to you. But um, stay tuned for that horror story. Yes. Uh, then we have ticker X. Then we have ticker MXM, uh, Coin Maximine, uh, down 32%. Never heard of it, but it's in the top 200. Ouch. And we have Quant, ticker QNT, down 16%. Um, so, guys, we like to do the Hot or Not segment just to show you guys, you know, what's up big, what's down big. And a lot of the times, you know, the coins that are down big this week will be the biggest winners next week. Uh, you know, a lot of the times when the momentum is really, really oversold and everybody's panicking and fearful that they think their project is dead, they're selling it all. That's when people uh, can accumulate, you know, for a low dollar cost average uh, and start to market it back up. So look out for Matic Network and, you know, MXM and QNT perhaps to be on the biggest winners next week. Um, we're not really sure, uh, but we'll 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 find out. Do you have a friend who's interested in getting into cryptocurrency, but they don't know where to start building their portfolio? Well, we have the answer. It's called Copy Trader by eToro. With Copy Trader, you can automatically copy every trade of eToro's top crypto traders, just like myself or Bryce or Kevin, at the exact price point and in real time. No need to study up on markets or develop your own strategies. Simply just sign up and copy our trades. Any profits that we make, you do too. Proportional to your investment, of course. With eToro, you get access to the world's most popular cryptocurrencies with transparent trading fees all in one easy-to-use app. Copy the smart money with eToro. And on to fire tweets now. It's been a pretty boring, dull week on Twitter especially with Peter McCormick deciding to uh, amend his ways and not engage in any future debates oh, and really? try and be a, a more positive person. So to Peter, we salute you I and love that guy. we respect uh, your your growth as a person and a Twitter influencer. So good job on that. Wait, so he's saying he's not going to debate anybody on Twitter? Anymore? Yeah, he's just gonna, he's not going to call out people. He's not going to engage in all this negativity because it's really affecting him. Interesting. Yeah. And negativity does affect you. Yeah. You have a choice of what you pay attention to in your life, and that's what shapes your reality. 100%. It doesn't need to be full of hate and anger. It just doesn't. And uh, one guy who's got a great reality is uh, good old Travis Kling, who is from uh, Ikigai Capital. And he says, during times like this, when fraud seemed to pop up around every corner, I'm reminded of a great mental model I once heard from an investor who said... There's no way crypto will fail because there's no way this many brilliant people 
and this many scammers could all totally be wrong. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> we agree. Yep, we definitely agree. It seems like uh, seems like almost every week we get an influx of new, both new talent from you know ex Goldman guys or you know ex quant traders and all that kind of stuff coming into the markets and really capitalizing. But we also get an influx of new scammers. Um, so, so kind of what does that what does that tell you? This is an amazing place to be, and you're in the right place. That's what it tells me. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of what it tells me as well. It's that, you know, like Travis said, you know, how can this many smart people uh, have it wrong? Uh, I don't know. And how many, how could this many scammers uh, also have it wrong? I do not know. But, you know, guys, part of our mission here at Crypto 101 is to keep you safe from all the scammers. So let's move on to that scorched earth segment. And this wasn't necessarily a scam by any means. I mean, do you know what happened? So Matic has been pumping really hard over the past few weeks. About 500% it went up in the course of 30 days. The chart looks like a giant joker smile. I mean, <laughs> it was just absolutely, you know, rising up. People were super, super happy. Matic has been a project that people have been pretty bullish on for a long time, and it was starting to pay off until what goes up must come down. And come down it did. In three hours, Matic dumped 70%. It went from a $100 million market cap to a $30 million market cap in literally three hours. In the time that it takes for you to celebrate at dinner, it was <laughs> gone. So, and, yeah, what was the... I th what, what, what happened? The story goes, on this day, it was a scheduled time for these founders tokens to unlock. And... Tell them what tell tell the good citizens of Crypt Nation what that means. So when you get these, when you do an ICO or whatever, like the founders and the team, like they get an allotment of tokens, and they're they're vested. They don't get all their tokens up front to dump immediately. They get them, you know, a little bit at a time over these set intervals, and the dates that these are going to happen are transparent. So some other whales, in fear of the founders dumping their tokens, which many projects have done, which Ripple continues to do. You know, it's not uh, a thing that is illegal. It's not a thing that is unethical, really. But, you know, when it's time to get paid, it's time to get paid. So in fear of the founders dumping their tokens, these whales dumped in advance, and that caused more fear and panic in the market. And 70% later, um, you know, a lot of these things were just these market dumps. It wasn't anyone even trying to, you know, sell at a good price. It was just pure on panic. Yeah, and it looked um, like it, you know... There was uh, they had just released on the same day or maybe a couple days prior a leveraged market for Matic uh, on Binance. And so it could have been, you know, just a lot of leverage that was in the system that was getting flushed out. And it just happened to be one of those, you know, coincidences where everybody in the market was fearful that they were going to get dumped on because they knew that, you know, certain uh locked tokens were being unlocked even though it's not in Maddox's best interest whatsoever to you know sell into their market you know it damages the reputation and you know the the founder and the ceo uh they put out a a big statement on you know we didn't sell anything and there was so much fear in the market and, and uncertainty um but guys that's what we just tell you all the time is that you know sometimes you know prices don't necessarily reflect the value of a project or a token or even a stock for that matter a lot of the times you'll see stocks that trade below their cash value um and a lot of the times you'll see things in crypto you know trade well below 
what they raise their ICO at or trade well below even how much uh, Ethereum they have in their reserves. Um, and so what that is basically saying is that, you know, just because a project goes up 500% in a month doesn't mean it's 500% um, better as a fundamental project. And, and the same goes on the way down just because it dumps 70%. Uh, in three hours doesn't mean that anything fundamentally changed about the project. It just hap it just means that there's you know aberrations in the market, um, and you know these coins and and prices are people right. Everything, you know, every price is caused by a human saying, "Oh, I think that this is going to go higher tomorrow, or in the next minute, or the next week, or whatever." Right? You buy with the expectation that it's going to go up. Right? That's why they call it a, the market is a discounting mechanism. Um, and they think it's, and they sell if they think it's going to go down. And so, um, you know, kind of just to wrap this whole thing up, you know, if you guys are looking for, for good buys, in my opinion, it seems like Matic, you know, once all the fear uh, leaves this market, uh, it's on a set, it's on a discount. This thing's a fire sale. Yeah. I mean, nothing changed about the project. It's still just as legitimate. It's just a lot of people got, um, just a lot of people got scared, and that's what happens when there's fear. Just people just indiscriminately sell this thing down. And that's fine. If you weren't one of the people that took profits and you didn't set a stop loss, you can still dollar cost average your way to a profit right now or just continue to hold. Like, there's no big reason to continue to panic. Yeah. Uh, crazy times in the crypto markets. Haven't seen a dump like that in a long, long time. No. And I remember just on Twitter seeing people just like uh, posting memes about the Matic Telegram group. And, you know, people were posting screenshots about like, I just lost, you know, $100,000. And you know a guy who lost a bunch of money. Um, and people were just like posting all these crazy memes about, like, you know, houses burning down and just gnarly. Crazy stuff. But, I mean, here's a perfect example of a low cap coin rising from the ashes again. Uh, something that I've been holding forever, backs good old BAB blockchain, uh, a bank account based blockchain. They've been quiet for like two years. They've been working hard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. They just sent out a letter announcing their app is open for beta and they've gone up 10x in the last month. Wow. Which, I mean, they're still way, way, way uh, way down there, but um, they've really risen from the ashes, and we'll see uh, what happens when their app actually launches live. So good on them for continuing to work quietly through the bear market Sounds and awesome. conserving capital Absolutely. so they can make it. Yeah, I mean, one, once we're out of this bear market and we take out take out those old highs um, from, what was it, you know, J- January 2018 for a lot of these altcoins, it's going to be a mania, and it's going to be a feeding frenzy. Um, so we're excited to see that. And moving on, we have a holiday uh, smoke and mirrors today, and we're trying to get in the spirit. Um, And we're going to talk about, uh, on smoke and mirrors, typically we have debates on if things are scams or not, or, uh, you know, me and Pizza Mind generally trying to just add a little bit of spice and see, try and see through uh, smoke and mirrors here in the crypto world. But today we're going to switch it up a little bit. And we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Are New Year's resolutions smoke and mirrors? Uh, Pizza Mind, what say you, good sir? I'm going to say New Year's resolutions are 100% bullshit. <laughs> because no one really wants to change. Otherwise, they would change. Change mm. happens instantaneously. When you simply say, I'm not going to do this bad behavior anymore. Or I'm going to make this good behavior part of my routine. A calendar doesn't dictate that. You know, People only really change when they come down with cancer or, you know, they lose everything. Mm. Then it forces them to change their behavior. But no one changes just because they see something on the calendar like, "Mm, you know, now's a good time to get a gym membership. No, that's the worst time to get a gym membership because the gyms are always crowded at that time. I hate going to the gym in January. It's the worst. So you would say maybe New Year's resolutions are a crowded trade. Yeah. And you're going to be contrarian. I usually am, for better or for worse. (laughs) Perfect. You know, I, I tend to agree um, that I think, you know, the arbitrary just, oh, it's a new year, it's a new me thing is generally bullshit. But I'll take the other side of the trade with you here uh, just for argument's sake. And, you know, I think it's a good thing that people set New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, we're we're all creatures of community, I think is fair to say. And everybody likes doing things when other people are doing things. And, you know, I think it's good that people all come together to say, hey, I'm going to reset uh, this year. You know, maybe I've I've been eating too much or, you know, had a bad habit. I haven't been working out enough. I've been making bad trades. I've been market buying and market selling everything. Um, I haven't been doing my research, all this stuff. And it, sometimes it does take an actual, you know, break in the year um, in order for people to recalibrate and say, you know, everybody here around me is trying to get better. I'm going to get better too. So, you know, I'm going to submit a yes vote for New Year's resolutions. Um, and I'm trying to think of what my New Year's resolution would be this year. I haven't really given it much thought until we were preparing for this segment. And I think my New Year's resolution is to have defined, you know, predefined uh, take profit levels on my altcoins and my Bitcoin. Um, so, you know, in the years past, you know, I would just kind of be aimless with 
uh, my trading and just be uh, you know a, a slave to the emotions of the market. Um, and if I don't have a you know a good plan every time I'm in a trade, um, then you're you're really not trading. So I, I think that's going to be my New Year's resolution, and along with of course you know get in the best shape possible. Um, you know I already eat really healthy, so it's just continuing to do that. Um, I remember a couple years ago I tried to give up coffee for a little bit. That didn't work out too well. Um, you know, I, I, another New Year's resolution, I'd like to see more of the world. I, I definitely want to go on like two big trips this year. Um, I'm trying to, you know, maybe go to Thailand or Vietnam or Southeast Asia. I've never been. So that's that's a resolution, I think I would say. You know, get out there and travel a little bit and, you know, continue to bring on high-quality guests here on Crypto 101. Um, you know, crush absolutely crush, crush, crush this Crypto 2020 Summit and provide a ton of value to everybody um, and just continue to provide, you know, a lot of value to the ecosystem. So I think those are my New Year's resolutions, Pete. Uh, and since you don't have any New Year's resolutions, I'm assuming, uh, what say you? Well, I guess you could call them resolutions because you are resolved to make those things happen, but those aren't really any changes. You've been doing a lot of that already. So kudos to you for already being a fine human being yeah. and a fine co-host. But... If you are on Facebook and you see all these memes from 2017 saying this is the worst year ever, it's trying to kill me, I hope 2018 is better. Nope, same thing. 2018 is trying to kill me, it's the worst year ever. I hope 2019 is better. Nope, same thing. 2019 is trying to kill me. I hope 2020 is better. Well, guess what? If you still have the same job and the same neighbors and the same friends and the same habits, it's going to be the same shit all <laughs> over again and the same puddle of misery unless... You get off zero, you buy into crypto, you change your spending habits, you change your saving habits, and you change the people that are making you miserable or the things that make you miserable or the things about you that make you miserable. And do it instantly. There's no try. There's only do. That's the only way you're ever going to escape this level of misery because the entire world is collapsing around you, by the way. So you might as well join the revolution. Yeah. Get into crypto. If you're not bought into crypto, you're definitely doing it wrong. And 2020 is, you know, shaping up to be one of the, the most bullish years uh, in crypto, especially some of these altcoins that are just now, you know, breaking out from their, you know, ICO price three years ago. Um, and, you know, we've gotten from the transfer from the weak hands, all the sellers to the strong hands. Um, and I, I just think we're going to see massive, massive, massive gains. In, in this 2020 year, the roaring 20s, I think they're going to come off to a rip-roaring hot start. So, Pete, let's move on to the last segment, uh, the news. Uh, what was really in the news this week? Some very interesting things. Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, says that he wants to make a decentralized social platform. And Twitter is going to be its very first customer. Wow. So he's hired a specialized engineering team to start putting together these decentralized social media standards mm. for data. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw a, a big tweet storm that he put out, I think it was this week, early this week, maybe on Monday. And he was talking about how he's moving to Africa um, to help, because uh, he spends 80% of his time, he said, with Square, the company, and then also some chairman of the board or some uh, some board members from Twitter are trying to get him next as CEO of Twitter. They say he spends too much time on Square. But yeah, he's moving to Africa to get Square uh, set up with a lot of African countries and businesses. Uh, and he's saying that it's going to have a big, tremendous impact on his Bitcoin business. 
because Square, as you guys know, um, owns the Cash App. The Cash App allows people to transact in Bitcoin. He says uh, that Africa will have a tremendous impact on Bitcoin and Bitcoin will have a tremendous impact on Africa. So that's really exciting. So I'm excited to see what comes out of Jack Dorsey's camp, both with Twitter and Square. And a decentralized uh, Twitter sounds like, uh, remember when EOS launched voice.com? Yeah, they paid a lot for that. They paid, it, it went down in history as the most expensive domain name ever purchased. And they spent $30 million on voice.com. Do you and use voice.com? It hasn't launched yet. They just announced oh. it. So, okay. Uh, they're trying to basically make a decentralized Twitter. And I have a significant feeling that it's going to be very underwhelming. Um, and because honestly, any project that raises $4 billion like EOS did, no matter what they launch, it's going to be underwhelming. Unless it's rockets into space. Literally. I mean, it's just, it, it's like the old maxim under promise and over delivered. That's like rule number one of business. What EOS did is the opposite. They over promised uh, and over raised, you know, $4 billion and have consistently under delivered. Um, I can't honestly name one legitimate app on EOS. Uh, and I don't want to be a hater. I, I really don't. But it just seems like that wasn't, I mean, they tried, right? But the model for blockchain seems like it's not these dApps, right? These decentralized applications just don't really seem um, that compelling. There's not that much use case behind them. It, it seems really more like the DeFi, right? That That is the, um, the really killer app here for uh, decentralized platforms like Ethereum, is that you could have these decentralized lending markets and borrowing and you know peer-to-peer um, you know collateralization of your your assets and stuff like that's like Maker to me seems like the killer app uh, for Ethereum so far you know a, a decentralized quote-unquote central bank um, and we so can, EOS hasn't really had anything of that we can definitely go on uh, next week's Smoke and Mirrors and talk about what really is the killer app and use case yeah. for uh, blockchain hundred percent. Um, in the meantime, uh, huge news out of Germany. Yes, this is one of the most bullish little tidbits of news uh, I think that has happened. This is this year. even real? Like, have we verified yeah, this? Is, this is yeah, this one's real. Happening? This one's real. Okay, so June, <laughs> Germany has given the okay to banks to store and sell crypto. Starting in 2020, your average German bank will have fully regulated legal permission to sell Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency assets just the same as they do mutual funds and other lending products right from the bank. Yes. So they so German financial institutions, as reported by Handelsblatt, uh, this is like a, a German newspaper. Uh, yeah, these financial institutions will allow to be uh, selling and custodying digital, digital assets. And this law has been passed by the German federal parliament uh, and to implement the fourth EU money laundering directive. And this is really big for us, guys. I mean... You will now, if you're in Germany, I mean, go talk to your local bank and say, you know, what is up with this? Uh, and you will soon find out that, you know, German banks are starting to offer crypto-related services. And this is really, 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 really big for us. Um, you know, Germany continues, you know, to be pushing the forefront of uh, crypto. And I'm really excited for this. Uh, and another random little tidbit of news is that BitMEX is getting sued for $300 million uh, because one of their early quote-unquote investors claiming to be an early investor, I think he put in either $25,000 or $50,000. Something like that. Uh, into Bit BitMEX equity. 
that should now be worth $50 million. And he's, you know, saying, you guys owe me $50 million because I wanted to exercise my, um, the selling of my equity. And also I want $250 million in punitive damages. So when I was reading this, I'm just like, something seems fishy. I checked out this guy's LinkedIn. He's got a really, really, really sketchy LinkedIn. Um, it just seems like, I remember he, yeah, it just seems like a, a really weird thing. BitMEX, again, they're, they're the most liquid uh, derivative exchange, derivatives exchange for Bitcoin. And, you know, I think, I mean, they're going to throw plenty of money behind fighting this, installing it. And I'm sure that, you know, they're going to come out very aggressively against this. They will not kowtow to some, some punk who's saying you owe me $300 million. Um, but I'm excited to keep tracks, keep tabs on this one. But, you know, nobody in the industry has more money than BitMEX, period. Nobody. And so they're definitely going to hire the best lawyers and get this all figured out. I'm sure they'll settle out of court or, um, you know, have this guy, you know, pay for all the legal fees. I, I just don't see this one happening. Yeah, and they're based out of Seychelles, which not, is not going to enforce anything anyway. So interesting stuff. But I think the most interesting thing that we've seen this week is Robinhood, the traditional stock trading app that does let you buy some crypto as well, is now allowing users to buy fractionalized stocks yes. for as little as $1. So this is huge. If you wanted to get a piece of Amazon or Apple and you didn't have thousands of dollars, now you can get a tiny little piece for just a buck. And over 200,000 users have already signed up. To participate in this yeah this is this is really cool really good news for everybody who's trying to diversify their portfolios beyond crypto right i mean if you're using etoro and you're not in the u.s uh you could already buy stocks and stuff uh through etoro uh if you're a crypto guy right but also now Robinhood, which also does offer offer cryptocurrencies allows you to buy fractionalized shares uh so for as little as a dollar that sounds like a pretty good deal really excited about that um, and that's all we have for you today. This is this is a short episode of the Weekly Fire. Um, but guys, I hope you have, you know, if you're celebrating Hanukkah, Hanukkah starts next week. And, you know, hopefully you guys have a great one. You know, Christmas is coming up two weeks after that. Then we got the new year. And uh, we're really, really, really excited that you guys have stuck with us through this transition here. And we will see you on Monday with a great episode. Take care, everyone. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.